0: a Dad's Net
1: original podcast. Hi, Mel, that's JK, and this is the Don't Tell Your Mum podcast. Coming up on today's episode, we're going to have a good old chinwag, a good old catch-up. We've got another confession, we've got unpopular parenting opinions, and JK does not
0: have any new tech. Yeah, so you can tell your mum, I don't care.
1: All that and more coming up on this week's episode of Don't Tell Your Mum. Uh, how are you? All right, mate.
0: Yeah, you sure? Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you know, I've missed so many things this week where people have been like, your message didn't even make sense, Al. Like, and i I'm like, oh, sorry, I, I, my head's
0: just fried. This week, my head is just absolutely cream-crackered. Have you hit that stage?
1: Well, what stage are you referring to?
0: <laughs> the stage where you're so tired, and you, I, I, think, I think like me, you need a break. That's what it is. When was the last time that you, do, have you had a break this year so far? Define break okay break i would say is more than a weekend so over three days
1: like away not working
0: just not working yeah i mean look the fact we're having this conversation means you technically haven't had a break have you
1: (laughs) yeah i don't know exactly what you mean
0: i mean i've been asleep (laughs) i I have had sleep (laughs) is this is this what jen your wife says al what are you complaining about you've had a break went to sleep <laughs> yeah I went to bed you had a solid six hours out six hours <laughs> yeah what about the time the kids woke up no i did that didn't i no you didn't i did all oh, right okay well yeah
1: no I, not, no not really we've got some holidays booked though so i am looking at quite a lot of holidays books actually <laughs> um but they're the kind of they're the kind of things that um we are i'm going to be working through but with the opportunity try and take some time like in
0: between you've got to take some time you've got to you've got to <laughs> you gotta take some time um i had a a, a rather nostalgic moment yesterday and this Ooh. is it's quite a, it's quite a weird story so <laughs> i'm going to start the story by saying my dog has anal gland problems so uh, yes
1: i discovered this very recently oh. me, okay you go first and then i'll talk
0: okay well have you found a solution because i've been i've been asking various people for answers and, and including my vet. So I've, i yeah. think I've found a natural solution of you.
1: Okay, yeah. No, not a natural. My solution was paying the vet 13 quid to stick his finger up his ass.
0: Well there is that because they are trained to stick their fingers in dogs' asses. So you don't you mm. really don't want to be doing it. I actually have done it in the past. We used to have lots Get of dogs out. growing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've never but I've been doing Coco's myself. So you don't necessarily need to stick your finger in, especially if they find it uncomfortable. And also remember I've got a small we've got small dogs. You've got a sausage dog. I've got yeah. a little tiny cocker spaniel so you've got to be very careful but you can naturally do it outside of the yeah. the glands you can do it that way anyway the problem is what what's <laughs> i can't believe running this conversation what are the what's the the stools like what sort of consistency are they
1: our dogs have a problem <laughs> are they squirting no 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 the poos are kind of fine there's just a hell of a lot
0: right okay so what happens is they need to have firm stools which push on the anal glands as the poo mm. comes out and that releases all the stuff in the glands. Yeah, that's how it's supposed to Whilst they they're pooing? Whilst they're pooing. Yeah, so it comes out when they put it. Yeah, that's right. how they work. So there, there are a few suggestions. Again, do not take my advice. Seek professional advice. Disclaimer, I just need to say that. So you can get like bran, you know, like, you know what all brands made of? So like all brand. Bran, yeah. yeah, but like bran, you can get bran f- particles. I can't remember what it's called. Just bran, loose bran. Yeah. So you can put okay. like a little teaspoon of that in their food, depending on weight. Again, don't do this if you don't seek a, a, a professional advice. Um, stuff like bones. Bones are really good for them. And this is where my story starts about being nostalgic. So I thought, bones. Ah, when I was at school, when I came home from school, I used to pop into our local butcher and I used to just go and get some bones for the dog. And I thought, that's what I'll do. Call my vet. Is that a good idea? That's a great idea, as long as they're the right bones. So my um my local butchers is called Carnivore. A guy called Rich, who I know, they're fantastic butchers. <laughs> of course it is. They really they're really they're really brilliant. But you know what I mean? They're that friendly local butcher that you don't really Get much anymore, do you? You know what I mean. Yeah. Went in. Rich said, "Yeah, well, look, I'll get you some ribs, and you know, we'll we'll just the dog can have those. That's fine. Don't worry about pain. You just put a little donation uh, in in the uh, charity box. This is wonderful. I get bones. We're doing a good thing for charity. This is fantastic." <laughs> So I, I get the bones home And and Coco just I go here you go Coco I'm thinking like She's going to love this This is a bone This is like This is caveman This is meat I mean oh She's going to love it uh, I put it on the floor Looked at it And she walked off I was like Are you a joke What sort <laughs> of dog are you um, Anyway it Turned out All I needed was To leave it for like 5-10 minutes And the bone totally gone And as it stands Touch wood Which this desk is Touch wood It's been alright When did you get it like, Yesterday <laughs> yeah so <laughs>
1: exactly. give it some time mate. that's better than I, nothing I think that you have just used the word bone way too many times <laughs> especially when especially when you said something along the lines of I get boned for charities <laughs> no I said I get bones and the money goes to charity did I miss that a little bit a <laughs> you get boned and the money goes to charity <laughs> wow <laughs> I know okay that's interesting maybe I will try and do that because I didn't really think no this was a thing because Patch his anal gland has always been pretty good mm. <laughs> I think <laughs> uh, whereas Piper's was less good and then we googled it and then me Ted and Isla had a great time watching a YouTube video on how to release a dog's anal gland I bet you I watched the same one <laughs> same one yeah yeah. also they chose like a white dog so the splurge that comes out it's like Choose a black dog, just like, just yeah. to make it a little bit, anyway. Yeah, it was not nice. And then I was, it's one of those things where you kind of think, oh yeah, I am tempted to give that a go.
0: <laughs> Try from the outside first and be careful. Don't squeeze too hard because you because yeah. they can get anal gland infections as well. So you've got to be careful. Yeah. Oh. But what does what our life come to Al? You know, we used to watch stuff on YouTube. We, we, you know, the, the kind of stuff that we watch. Me, YouTube, you Pornhub, but you know, you, you kind of think to <laughs> I
1: did not watch that and look, on Pornhub. Look
0: what we're doing now. We're we're searching on YouTube for how to squeeze a dog's anal gland. This is yeah. not the way we should be going. My my
1: YouTube, my YouTube recommended videos <laughs> is about dog's anal glands and Premier League highlights. <laughs> <laughs> for ted i like, that's it that's what youtube is recommending for me
0: you need to go out more we need to have a <laughs> lads holiday we need to do something
1: yeah we do we do um
0: oh, right quickly, one see. more well, thing whilst on the subject of dogs um the other day i walked in and and coco was just sat in just sat on our rug in our living room and next to a cushion and she just had a bath and i was like when when coco has a bath she she protests she she, she's not happy you can tell she's really pissed off with you because you've given her a bath and spaniels and if you've got a spaniel you know this spaniels have got this character they're really human like they sort of like you can tell that they're pissed off with you and i was like oh coco just get over it seriously come on come on back in the kitchen and she wouldn't move so we just sat on (laughs) on the rug next to this cushion in her drying coat she's got a And she wouldn't move. So she was there for about 20 minutes. And I said to Charlie, my wife, I said, babe, the dog hasn't moved for 20 minutes. Is she all right? She's like, yeah, she's just sulking because she's got, you know, you've bathed her and she's got the the drying coat on. Anyway, it turned out that the reason that she wouldn't move is that the, the drying coat has got Velcro on it and the cushion was stuck to the velcro <laughs> she was stuck
1: <laughs> so she was trying to move <laughs> she just stuck
0: well, she, she could have moved but she was just freaked out because every time she moved a cushion followed her <laughs> <laughs>
1: amazing I wonder if she tried moving and she heard a <laughs> and thought something had ripped <laughs> <laughs> maybe <laughs> <laughs> or maybe she was just scooting around with her anal gland I don't know which one it was but there you yeah, go that that. smearing it all over the carpet right all and right. on that note <laughs> yeah. on that note if you'd like to get in touch with us uh, we always like to hear from people especially about dogs anal glands feel free to let us know your stories um, you can do it on social media at the Dad's Net at or at JK Jason King or dadsnet.com get in touch there's an email form there um, get in touch or email dad at dadsnet.com right coming up we're going to do a confession right
0: Yeah, let's do a confession. You join us in the confessional. Um, I'm JK, that's Al. This is the Don't Tell Your Man podcast. And today, the dad seeking forgiveness is... John. Oh, we've got a name. We've got a name. Yeah, Yeah. we've got a name. For, full disclosure, I actually
1: know this guy, but he oh, submitted you? a confession via Dad's Net. I won't tell you more than that. Um, but I know this guy, very lovely, very nice man. I haven't seen him in a while, but he's a really nice guy. Um, and this is what he says Dear Al and JK, so I drove our two year old to our local national trust today. After she fell asleep on the way, I pulled into the car park and found a quiet spot in the very corner under some shade and I had an hour's sleep myself. Windows open, birds singing and no household chores. Absolutely zero guilt after a month of her dropping her afternoon nap at home, pure heaven. The problem is that when we got home and my wife asked her exactly how her day had been, she had nothing to say because after the hour, we just
0: came home again. (laughs) <laughs> Excellent. am i am i forgiven <laughs> <laughs> totally totally forgiven i believe there are two types of parents in this situation which are you know when you're in the car and the kids go to sleep in the back of the car there are two types of parents there's the parent that just gets their phone out and starts you know having a quick look on instagram facebook whatever it is and there's the parent which was me like like what was his name again john like john who would literally phone would go down and I would try and get sleep. Sleep when the baby sleeps. That was me.
1: Yeah, but the thing is, what if the baby sleeps at the wrong time? Like this. Like if you're going out for the day or the afternoon, the baby is asleep for the duration of when you're when you are going to be at the National Trust in this instance.
0: Like Yeah, but I'm a big fan of the National Trust, but you just kind of walk and look at things. It's not, you know, it's not an air jump. It's not, you know, it's, it's not a soft play. The kid,
1: the, yeah. He should have just my, got outside
0: my... the car, walked around wherever he was for a little bit and said to the kid, that was the National Trust and then gone home. <laughs> the car park.
1: Yeah. My, my thinking though with this though is, what, what would happen? Because you, presumably you, t- you take your kids out to, to wear them out so that they can then go to bed. Like if, if you take them out and they just have a nap. <laughs> and it you just proves that
0: they needed a nap. They were worn out p- before.
1: So it's all right. Yeah, but then they get home and they're like, oh, we need to wear them out. Let's take them to the National Trust. We were just there. Babe, this kid's (laughs) not very worn out. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't didn't she do a
0: lap of Bodium Castle?
1: (laughs) She's got a lot Uh, of energy. She did, but.
0: (laughs) Lots of energy. Come like nine o'clock at night when her bedtime's at five and she's not sleeping. Why is this kid still awake? Yeah. How's the castle, darling? Uh, What castle, mummy? Castle. I had a mate that used to as soon as they the, the, he used to purposely go out and, and drive to get the kid to sleep because that was just the easiest way and every time that happened as soon, as soon as the kid was asleep he would then make his way to his local McDonald's for a drive through and that's what he used to do every single time amazing but oh, wouldn't wouldn't you just get fat well yeah but you can blame that on like you know the baby <laughs> yeah it, <coughs> baby weight it's baby weight that's <laughs> exactly what it is you know I'm not sleeping that's, very that's, well I know I'm tired <laughs> I'm eating a lot of sugar I just keep my energy levels up you know so you can blame it on the baby that's fine Our dad's
1: having to shift the baby weight <laughs> we're having to shift it yeah yeah imagine that your partner going oh I feel so unhappy with my body and myself after having this baby it's just not I mean you're, you're just in the mirror like flexing going yeah me too
0: shift the baby weight yeah. this is it's just such a nightmare <laughs> <it>? I know <laughs> what you mean babe. imagine I feel it I got, I got you I got you I understand yeah,
1: yeah no, imagine the glare you'd get oh, but totally, okay, well, yeah, Total totally yeah forgiven. absolutely absolutely um, and if you would like to send in a confession or he actually called it a dadmission as in an admission oh very so good so if you'd like to send, yeah it's good dadmission confession
0: like either works yeah. why didn't either, we think of that oh, I
1: don't know we're rubbish at this yeah. uh, if you want to send something in then you can do it dadsnet.com forward slash confession or in any of the dadsnet communities just make sure you tag us um, or email us,
0: dad at dadsnet.com. Coming next, an unpopular parenting opinion.
1: Hi, I'm Jim from Loose Dads, another one of the great podcasts from
0: Dadsnet. And if you've never listened to it, this is what it sounds like. Beyonce. Beyonce massively overrated oh what no you've not gone there you yeah. can't rock the beehive what? Jack don't stop going guys it's Just because she's no, a power boy no. because she empowers no 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 you're so going, so going to do that too deep write s*** music <laughs> oh no this is like
1: this is the most passionate debate that we have I probably <laughs> ever had on this show it's true. <laughs> so after you finish listening to this podcast search for loose dads wherever you get your podcasts from normally and have a listen to us
0: so unpopular parenting opinions uh today's how, how are they looking by the way these are going down really well really well i like these yeah they are good i've, just, I've
1: got i've got really good one
0: okay <laughs> I,
1: I don't know I don't, maybe it'll be unpopular um I don't know. Anyway, this is what it is. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. And he says this. Cyclists are complete tools and I wish them a lifetime of punctures. The lycra clad ones that traveling groups all deserve syphilis. (laughs) 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 Okay. Right. Maybe remove the syphilis out of it just for a moment. Okay. Cyclists on the road um, that they all deserve a lifetime of punctures. Is that a popular or an unpopular parenting opinion? What do you think?
0: I think it's very popular
1: (laughs) I guess it is unless you're a cyclist but the reason being cyclists are popular like there's a lot of them so
0: were you a cyclist I I think why do I think that you might have been a cyclist because I was (laughs) Are
1: you see (laughs) because I am but hang on a minute hang on a minute now
0: do you wear that stupid tight yellow top not not that
1: exact one no but I have I have I'm partial to a little bit of lycra can you get into it now I can get into it can you get out of it (laughs) No. (laughs) Yeah, I can, just about. I can, just about.
0: All right, okay. That's the beauty of lycra. That's why we have lycra because it stretches. Should should I tell you... (laughs) That's the point of it. Should I tell you when my... um, Hatred is a bad word, so I won't use that. Should I tell you when my um, opinions of cyclists became lower? Can I tell you when it started? Yes. On holiday in Mallorca is where my... my... um, my cyclist love deteriorated and that's mainly because there's a there's a beautiful coastal route which goes to the the mountains of daya in majorca and it is a beautiful route and i mean it like it's it's a cyclist's heaven i understand why you're going to see a lot of cyclists there and also the hotel that we used to stay in a, a hotel called reeds was where the cyclists stayed as well so that's where you know that's where it all started but when you've got these tiny little lanes going round like hairpin bends on the coast where it is a 200 foot drop and, and they're all in a line together, which is taking up more space than the width of a car would. That's when I get a little bit pissed off. Yeah, I, I'm on board with that. Now And when they're talking to each other, when there's two of them talking yeah, to abreast. each
1: other. I'm like, so my, my, my kind of theory around cyclists... Is I'm kind of I'm happy I like cyclists, but there does seem to be an air of arrogance. Yes, and that's like like it's some cyclists, not all. Caveat, not all, but you're some a cyclist. cyclist this will, is coming from a cyclist. Yeah, exactly. We'll cycle down the road and think that they own that road.
0: <laughs> you don't even pay road tax.
1: <laughs> so, like, so there's an element where yeah, you're like you know, for example, on a big, long, windy bend, like just move over a little bit. Let me go past. I'll be out of your hair. Um, and, and vice versa. And I think, so there's an element where, you know, you get some cyclists and they're like, well, it's damn right. It's my right to be here. And I guess it is your right, but also let's work, let's a bit of teamwork here, guys. Just
0: move like, over. Let's come just move over.
1: Yeah. So I think like there's a, there's an arrogance that a lot of cyclists do think that they are superior to cars on the road. Now, the other side of the coin there is that obviously a car is way more dangerous to a cyclist than a cyclist is to a car. And there are some real pricks in cars yep. who overtake too fast or too close. And like, I get it. I, that is unacceptable from car drivers. But, but that's where there's, there's got to be a bit of cooperation involved here.
0: I cycled when I was a kid. So from 11 years old, when I started secondary school, because we were at the catchment area for taxis and buses, I cycled... 12 miles a day for two years when I was 11 years old so up until I was like 13 14 until we moved closer to the school I cycled for that amount of time and I can even I can remember now I can literally I would be able to memorize the route still to this day and I remember and we used to have a, there was a factory that I used to go past called Wells Wells did like fizzy pop and I remember lorries used to have to come out of there all the time constant lorries but I also remember being very mindful of do you remember? There's you know there's, there's like there's a white line on the inside of the road, which, yeah. and I would always usually cycle in that little white line, which is probably about mm. two foot, you know, in 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 length. And I remember making sure that I have to be over there to make sure that the cars will get past, the lorries especially will get past. And also <clears throat> remember when lorries come past you at a at a speed, you, <laughs> you kind of get blown off. Pardon mm. of the expression. So. Y- I remember having that installed in me at the age of 11. So why yeah. can't a mid-40s guy in Lycra, who's got his three grand bike or whatever it is, why, why does he not have that sense or she have yeah. that sense? Well, it's an entitlement. And you know, maybe, maybe,
1: let's just wrap this up with this. This Maybe this is indicative of a general movement that society has towards an entitlement. Mm. And how we are more and more operating individually rather than cohesively as one, you know, one society. You know, it's my right to cycle on this road, so I'm going to go as fast or as slow or as wide or as narrow as I want because it's because I can. And like, yeah, yeah, okay, you can, but also like work with people and same, you know, goes both ways, of course. So I wonder whether it's just indicative of how society is going up the shit creek.
0: You know why they don't want to stop as well, don't you? Because they've, they've got those stupid shoes in their stupid pedals. They'll never get going again. Exactly. <laughs> That's why they don't stop. You know, I, look, from my point of view as well, I'm all for cycling. I wish I cycled more. I wish that I, I didn't. I use the car less. I I love the fact. I, I love the thought of cycling. I love it. I, everything about it. I love it. Mm. But let's just, like you say, let's work together here. You know, a little bit and stop being a prick. That's mm. just...
1: Help each other out. Help each other out, guys. Yeah, exactly.
0: Come on. Um, okay, let's let's go on to the next
1: unpopular parenting opinion. Now, you might actually. Um, Asked me to cut this out, and actually we might not be able to use this one. I'm right, just warning. Okay. I just get ready on the on the buttons. <laughs> and the prerequisite is that I, for sure, am not going to comment, and you, for sure, are not going to comment. However, we can talk around the subject if you would like to let it go.
0: Bloody hell, I'm intrigued.
1: Yeah, mate. So this is this is from a guy called Ben. And he really did make me laugh. um His unpopular parenting opinion is. Does anyone else look at their mother-in-law and think, damn, i would bang you like a drum?
0: So that was Unpopular Opinions for today. <laughs> uh, if you want to... I, I knew you. Now, if you, uh, you want to get involved, uh, by all means, go to <laughs> that's and, what, oh, and
1: That's what I
0: was... And Ben, no, don't, 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 don't no, don't do it again. <laughs> <laughs> don't
1: do it again? Don't do it again. That's what I'm again. saying. Like, we're not going to comment on that, but... There is like that. That's got to be an unpopular parenting opinion because m- the most popular opinion around mother-in-laws is that they're just a pain in the ass,
0: right? Again, Ben, thank you very much for uh, <laughs> your not message. Our opinions by but the just Generally, <laughs> you know, catching me out. Oh? I'm not No don't mean I'm not oh, know your no. opinion You know what we're like We talk We talk We talk And then we leave We leave silence And we don't like that silence so We try and fill that silence And we'll be filling that silence With something which we will regret We
1: don't need your opinion In the future <laughs> The gent- Shut up Turn Put
0: it on kidding. silence Go away Is right. that Is that Ben <laughs> Saying answer 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah
1: it is <laughs> yeah so there you go so that's like uh, there you go there's the last I'm probably opinion get in touch if you want to comment on that <laughs> yeah ever no no no, no. last, last episode of don't tell your mum
0: <laughs> oh, fantastic right Um. oh we need to we definitely need to talk about um, what's going on in your conservatory at the moment <laughs> <laughs> so Al sent me a video which he's not going to post because he's too scared
1: <laughs> yeah um, you would be you'd uh, be too scared and
0: and <laughs> I there there are many questions about the predicament that you're in with the conservatory, but my main question is how the bloody hell has it got in there? Anyway, that's the start of the story. I'll okay. pass it over to you.
1: Yeah, I mean, since sending you that video, I've actually I've actually kind of thought it through and I and I feel like I might have a bit more clarity on the situation now. Okay? But okay. here's the story. On one side of our conservatory, it kind of goes on to our next door neighbor, and on his fence he's got like a big ivy bush. And as anyone knows with ivy bushes, they're a pain in the ass. And what it's done is it's kind of, as it's grown, it has found its way through the gap between, well, some gaps in the conservatory, basically. Because I think it, it lifts them up, doesn't it? Because there's only a plastic roof on the conservatory. Yeah. So it's lifted it up. And basically, a few times a year, I have to cut back the ivy bush from inside our own conservatory. <laughs> <laughs> right? And Jen, Jen is constantly reminding me ow you need to cut that back it looks ridiculous like no one else has ivy growing on in. inside of their house which i which is like fair enough like that makes sense like i do appreciate you telling me this so then yesterday i walked into the conservatory and on the other side of the wall in the exact same position at the top of the wall just where the, it meets the roof jen has put fake ivy <laughs> Like, and like, you know, like you get the, the plastic plants. Yeah,
0: I remember. Yeah. I've got it. I've, I've got it up in, like, yeah. And I'm like, hang on
1: a minute. You've been, you consistently tell me that, like, we shouldn't, like, get rid of it. And now you've just put up fake on it. <laughs> so, so now I'm confused. Like, do I leave it? Like, what's the, what's the plan here? So just, it just is kind of in typical... To me, women,
0: woman logic <laughs> like, or, or so, wife logic. But everything you've just said to me and to, to, to the people listening right now, have you said this to her? No, of
1: course I'm <laughs> not going to say anything to her. Of course I'm not. Like that would be just foolish. And the the reason we put this at the end of the podcast is because I know even if Jen does listen, she's never going to get to the end of an episode. <laughs> so I'm perfectly safe. I'm perfectly safe. Unless anyone tells her and then God, I'll be for it. No, I'm joking. But... The more I've thought about this, I'm wondering whether she has just, which I think is a win for me in a weird way. I think she's just thought he's such a knob. He never cuts it back. So I might as well just even it up. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what she's thought. That's the thinking <laughs> that's behind it. Thought, which then is logical, very logical.
0: Um, but, but also th- now I... Uh, one thing on that though, but why, why do you need to introduce fake Ivy when you've got the real thing there? Why don't you just manipulate where that Ivy goes?
1: Because it's the complete opposite side. It would, have, it would have to grow across the entire
0: length of the room to get to the other side. I can, but I, Okay, so I'd understand. Why has she done it on the other side? To even it up? But it, it looked, they look totally different. Wow. They're different colours. Well, don't tell do her like that. <laughs> well, no one's going to tell her anything because we're too scared of her, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I
1: think that she has... I think that she it just is less noticeable because it's sort of all the way around. Right. Okay. So I don't know what to do now. Do I go and cut the ivy though? And then she'll be like, that'd be a test. Maybe I'll cut the ivy and see whether she takes it down.
0: Yeah. Yeah, do it. That's, that is the test. See what
1: happens. Anyway, do you know, I bet that I bet everyone's got situations like this in their marriages in their relationships.
0: Yeah, but then it's like everything we've all, there are always situations like this, but like you, have we got the guts to tell the story? That's the thing do
1: you know I don't think it's about being scared I think it's about effort and laziness <laughs> I is, don't know if I can be if I can just be bothered to
0: have the conversation <laughs> actually th- this is a good point what are those things that you have to do every now and again which you really hate doing so you've got to cut back the ivy okay I know like, mowing yeah. the lawn that's stand, bins, standard but there's always like something in a house where you've every now and again you've got to make sure you're on top of it
1: mm. oh you've gone you. someone from Burnley was ringing me oh excellent oh that's nice mm. yeah. I don't know anyone in Burnley so
0: it's probably um, you've just uh, inherited some money from your long lost cousin in Dubai mm-hmm. that's usually what Ooh. it is yeah. oh I better answer right. then yeah. um, right, I better uh, answer and give him my bank detail <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. give him, give him your credit card number yeah, <laughs> he'll, he'll happily <laughs> oblige and he will put it into your account within two working days yeah of course he will uh, <laughs> right we are done thank you for listening today we um actually last week we said we're taking a break for a couple of weeks but we obviously yeah,
1: i've lost complete track of where we are so this might be coming out in the easter holidays yeah but i think there will be a break
0: there, yeah after this one there will be a break just so you know yeah, yeah we are we're on not sure how for how long a break right oh one more thing just before we go i forgot there's one more story i was going to tell um one of my proudest moments as a dad happened the other day
1: Oh, congratulations.
0: You're welcome. You don't even know what it is yet, but thank you for saying congratulations. It could be anything. <laughs> the proudest moment was that Luna managed to airplay her iPad to the TV. Yes!
1: Uh
0: I'll honestly I'm I'm such a proud dad. She could be right now, you know, up there on the stage. You know, with her, with her outfit on, receiving her degree, I wouldn't care. She managed to airplay the iPad to her TV at the age of four years old. Well
1: and, done. and let's not underestimate this. Like, let's not underestimate this. I know full-grown adults who should be very comfortable doing this kind of thing. Yeah. Not a clue.
0: I'm currently looking at one on FaceTime. Yep, there
1: it is. <laughs> I, can, I can do airplay. For the record, I can do airplay. <laughs>
0: you protest too much <laughs> uh
1: thanks so much for listening guys um have a good easter if we don't speak to you in between please remember to rate review um give us a uh rating and stars and all that kind of stuff follow all that jazz and share with your
0: friends do you want a gold star is that the one you want yeah i guess so ah, you all would right, you so. would have a good week or a couple of weeks a dad's net original podcast